Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Former All Black and Crusader midfielder Daryl Gibson. G'day, mate. How you doing? I'm good, Ricardo. G'day, Dustin. Yeah, mate. Now, Goodbye. Now, uh, last night, you must have been absolutely loving watching Quinto uh, Tupaya and Anton Leonard-Brown go head-to-head with Harvili and Enor. Of course, uh, guys uh, that used to play your positions, mate, it was a, a head-to-head of All Blacks. Uh, how, who do you think came out on top in the end? Yeah, it definitely was, you know, across the, across the whole park. I think, um, yeah, obviously there were, there were flashes. I thought Harvili defended incredibly well, uh, as he does, and then also on attack, so... Uh, and then Quint went to buy out wide as well. I thought he was very dangerous. So pretty even, I thought, overall. But, um, you know, what a fantastic quality game that we saw last night. Yeah, Gibbo, thanks for uh, scratching yourself out of playing in the whitewash on your paddleboard to, to have a chat. I really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> look, uh, when, when you think about the the context of the game, say you're Scott Robertson, um, how, how would he be feeling today? How would he analyse that, given... You know that how dominant the Chiefs were, particularly in that second half. Yeah, I guess um, there's two things that stick out for me. One, I think as a as a squad, the Chiefs are probably the the one squad that can really stack up depth wise against the Crusaders, and um, you know particularly in the forward pack and then and through that back line. And I thought last night what we saw is you know that second half dominance of possession territory in the Chiefs' favour and. Were it not for sort of um, some excellent defending from the Crusaders, the Chiefs could have very nearly had a couple more tries. So I think Razor will, will go back. He'll, he'll scratch his head a little because there was a few uncharacteristic sort of um, traits mm. from the Crusaders, very un-Crusader-like. Um, and that's, that sort of stuff I think he'll get um, annoyed with. But it quite easily fixes. And, and for me, I, you know, I look at the Crusaders and I think they're still searching searching for an identity uh, where we've known them as very um, meticulous, very structured, very clinical. And last night, I just felt they were a little bit loose at times. Yeah, I agree. And I think it was very evident that when they got their mojo going, they just looked super dangerous. Like that tempo when they came out of the sheds after half time, and the, the interchange of passing, the offloads and the tackles, the decision-making when leading into Enel's try, it was like, oh, okay, They've really cranked the wheel, but then they couldn't find their way back into the game. Do you think that was to do with, you've touched on it, their lack of rhythm, but equally, you know, the Chiefs found something, didn't they? They found a way to restrict the Crusaders from from getting their rhythm. Yeah, absolutely. I think you hit on two good points there. One, I thought the the Chiefs attacked very well, you know, through the whole game. Um, You know, in the first half, particularly in the second half, all that dominant position they had, but Certainly when the Crusaders had the ball, they showed glimpses of what we know from the Crusaders, you know, holding the ball, multiple phases. Um, you know, it's almost classical Crusaders to watch. Um, but last night, it, it, went, it went off a little. And I also felt what we've known about the Crusaders, they dominate, dominate territory. And last night, they got shaded in that area as well, I thought. 
Yeah, it was interesting, I thought, Daryl, because it, I mentioned this to Marsha earlier, you know, the, the, particularly the second 20 of the first half, it seemed like the Crusaders were camped in the Chiefs' half, and I thought the Chiefs had done to, uh, to limit the damage at the time. But the second half, it just seemed to flip a switch. What do you think it was that Clayton McMillan said in the sheds? Yeah, I'd say he would be. Um, he would have been impressed, even though they were down on the scoreboard in the first half. When they had the ball, um, they looked pretty dangerous. You know, they, they strung together multiple phases, scored some excellent tries. So they they knew they wouldn't be out of it. So I guess um, you know, when you're a team from behind in the second half, it's, it's like boys, we were in this. Let's, let's do more. Get our hands on the position and, and put the Crusaders under pressure. Um, and that's what they did. You know, I was very impressed with the, the Chiefs' attack. And um, as I said earlier, they're very unlucky not to have a couple more if it wasn't for sort of excellent sort of crusaders defence. OK, let's throw your coaching cap on and put you on the spot because I enjoy doing that. Um, if, you're, if you're sitting in Tony Brown's house at the moment, uh, what, yeah, what, what, what concerns you and how do you turn that around? You know, the Highlanders obviously in a bit of a hole at the moment, 0-4, and, and look, let's, let's be perfectly honest, they, they look like they're struggling for creativity, which is a very unusual for a Tony Brown coach side, don't you agree? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If I was in his shoes, I'd be incredibly frustrated because, you know, even though they're, they're own form, they're, um, they're in games. You know, even to the, yeah. you know, the Blues came out second half, um, Leon's obviously given them a rocket and they've, they've responded. And, um, you know, right into the last minute, the Highlanders and the never-ending sort of uh, extra time that was going on were still in the game. So um, <laughs> I'd say he'd be <laughs> incredibly frustrated. Um, but he'll be searching for a way to firstly keep that morale high. You know, we've all been in teams where things haven't been going our way, you know, we're competing well. Um, it's important that they, you know, stay together. Um, and then he'll... You know, we all know he's a creative, clever coach. He's going to come out with something um, to keep these boys uh, together, but also um, find a little edge somewhere and exploit. But the, the, the difficulty in this competition, Justin, especially in the New Zealand conference, you don't get a breather. You know, every no. game you've got to be, you've got to be up for it. Um, and you know, I've heard a lot of commentary this week that it's going to be the healthiest team. You know, the one who's who can ride through COVID. Uh, that comes through mm. there. So it's going to be a real test of depth um, as we go on through the comp. So there's plenty of twists and turns to come, um, but um, some quality games uh, we're seeing at the moment. Equally, uh, how, how do you think Leon McDonald would be feeling? Like, there's some firepower in that blues side, but this is my personal opinion. I'm not sure where you sit uh, on this situation. I, I don't. I think they're still well underperforming for the calibre of player they've got in there and yes the second half was was much better they obviously got a bit of a, a rocket but look I, I the, the, the first 20 minutes against the Hurricanes their first game of the season I thought holy moly these guys are going to be good but I haven't seen them reach that level again of tempo of accuracy of pace what, what can you put your finger on why that is like put it this way they're a good side, but they're, they're underwhelming me at the moment. I know that sounds harsh, but I think they're capable of more. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I think, obviously, they, they're not at full strength. Let's, let's um, yeah, acknowledge that. They're, they're, Stephen Perifetta performed admirably, you know, sort of a third yeah. 
third team that have got on their roster, but um, you know they're missing that that um, you know extra extra class that they do possess in their team when they have full strength. But I think in this competition, if you want to be better than the Crusaders, who have long been the, the benchmark, you've got to front up with a, a tight five and a set piece that's going to compete with them. And I thought, you know, against the Chiefs, um, you look at the Chiefs eight, and you go, wow, you know, you've got a team with a Rotalic in it, you're going to be competitive. And they've all blacks all through that, or close to. So you know, they've got a forward pack that can match the Crusaders now. Um, and I'm not sure the Blues still have that. They've got some very dangerous loose forwards when they're on with, uh, you know, Ioni and uh, Satudu. But certainly in that tight five, that's those question marks. That's that's probably where I'm going. You've got the firepower, but have you got that forward strength and the um, that set-piece ability when the blowtorch comes on against the Crusaders, and which it will, uh, to be actually stand up and compete? Totally agree. Yeah, well said. Just very quickly... Uh, I don't know whether you caught the game or not uh, last night. How good were the Drua? How good have they been in the last two weeks? Must warm your heart, your Fijian heart, mate, being a coach of that side. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think um, you know they're finding their feet. You know, there was a couple of weeks ago we said it would take a little little while to uh, find the standard, um, but yeah, certainly learning fast, and that's uh, it's a really good sign, real positive, and exactly why. You know, both Moana Pacifica and, and the Fiji Drua were added to the comp to uh, really give that experience and create that development and pathway through the, the system. Probably the biggest thing for me, Justin, I'm sure you've been talking to about your show, was just that red card in the England-Ireland uh, game. You know, that's <laughs> going to be debated a lot, and I'm sure you've been debating that a lot in your, on your show. But for me, you know, adding my two cents on that is just, as, as coaches now, you know, it's our responsibility to get that tackle height down. Otherwise, we're going to get, you know, what we've got today mm. where, you know, first of all, safety, number one issue. But then also, how do we coach, you know, a lower tackle height to, to keep everyone safe? So plenty to come out of that, I'm sure. Yeah, heaps to Good come point. out of Yeah, yeah, good stuff there. Around the, around the bootlaces, mate, that was what it always used to be, right? Around the bootlaces. Yeah, well, who knows? It'll have to come back at some point. You know, I'm sure there's some very clever men administration to a world that will uh, come up with a nice nice law to uh, keep us all safe and, and keep the game still a contest and a game of physicality so yeah. we'll wait and see. Yeah, good stuff Daryl hey thanks for coming on mate we'll let you go back uh, uh, and work on that tan and get out on the on the old paddle board uh, we appreciate your time <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, boys. Cheers. That's Daryl Gibson there with us here on the Bunnings Trade Rugby Run. We're here to make your job easier because helping business is our trade. Uh, Justin, just quickly on that on that tackle. I mean, they basically just ran into each other standing up, right? And the English yeah. in, English lock's shoulder caught him in the face. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, if that had happened, the All Blacks would be spitting. Yeah, absolutely. And if you look at the law interpretation now, it used to be a couple of years ago, which was horrific, or three years ago, 2019, um, it used to be any contact was red. Now they've got mitigation. Didn't look like they used mitigation to me in that, and there's no consistency, consistency there, which is a problem. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.